Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the Welcome in. Glad you're here. As we begin on a Wednesday edition of the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast, middle of the week, and we're going to talk some basketball today. Razorbacks are on the road tonight at Texas A&M, a team they beat 15 days ago in Fayetteville. Hogs 6-6 six and six in conference play kind of hit a bump of the road on Saturday, and they're going to try to get back on track tonight. We're going to hear Musk talk about that coming up in just a little bit. I also want to get into today how you put together a college basketball roster and how the game has dramatically changed and how it's going to change even more perhaps than we thought might be the case when the transfer portal uh, first came into being. Musselman talked about this on his radio show uh, Monday night, and I want to get into that a little bit later in the podcast today because I think he makes some very interesting points. There's a former Razorback who is in the NBA, uh, Stanley Amude. He's in the NBA right now. He becomes the fifth player of the Musselman era uh, to join an NBA roster. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. There are some important games in the SEC tonight, and I say that because some of them, even uh, one of the less glamorous games, for example, has a direct impact or could have a direct impact on the Razorbacks. So we'll get into the uh, the SEC schedule a little bit later too. First, I want to talk to those of you who may find yourselves in the position of buying or selling a home. Uh, maybe you're upgrading, maybe you're downsizing, maybe you're moving, whatever your situation. Let me recommend Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. This is Weicker Realtors' top franchise in America. Did you know that? Right here in our own backyard. There's a reason for that. Part of it's the training. When you sign up with a Weicker agent or a Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company agent, you're signing up with somebody that, that knows the business backwards and forwards, somebody who's the best trained in the business, somebody who understands all the nuances of the market. Because when you understand it and you do it full-time, you are able to negotiate better on behalf of your client, whether they're the buyer or the seller. And it does get you from contract to close because I don't care which side of the table you're on, that's the ultimate destination. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale and Bentonville. They've got a great office in Fort Smith, one of the top producers in their companies in Fort Smith. They've recently opened an office in Branson, Missouri, too. So you're going to see their yellow signs. That means they're doing business. And you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. I can't take the hogs. Don't give me the hogs tonight. <laughs> Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. 
Bet online where the game starts. You get a shiver in the dark. It's raining in the park. All right, let's talk about tonight before we get into other things. Arkansas and Texas A&M, 8 o'clock on ESPN2. It's a rematch. Fifteen days ago, Razorbacks beat them 81-70 to in Fayetteville. Arkansas shot the ball really well that night and, you know, led from wire to wire. Texas A&M had had a really difficult time getting there. If you remember, it was, uh, it was one of those weather nights. We had snow and ice, and it all started on uh, Monday evening, if I'm not mistaken. And, in fact, we did Eric Musselman's radio show remotely that night because of the weather. Uh, Texas A&M left College Station with the idea of coming to XNA. They knew they weren't going to be able to land at Drake, but they were trying to land at XNA. Got up in the air. They left too late, the bottom line. And uh, by the time they were in a spot where they could land at XNA, XNA was closing down. Uh, And for whatever reason, they couldn't land in Tulsa, so they diverted to Wichita, Kansas, and they landed in Wichita, got on a bus uh, in the snow and the ice, and we remember what it was like. They bused from Wichita to Tulsa, spent the night in Tulsa, got up on game day, and drove on over to Fayetteville, and uh, came to the the arena late in the day, Uh, hadn't had their customary shoot-around game day practice, all that stuff, just came to the arena, laced them up, and... Uh, you know, it was one of the two losses they've, they've suffered this year. And so i uh, got to suspect that has something to do with it. Muss, when he talks about A&M being 10-2, and two, it's the experience that seems to stand out to him. We're going to play a team 10-2 and two on the road that yeah. we beat at home. And so out of their two league losses, one of them is to us. And they're a competitive team with a lot of veterans that are back. Our guys, our young guys, our team's going to have to understand you're going to run into a desperate A&M team that's going to be extremely fired up to play you because you did beat them. And then A&M, I think, is 25th in the coaches poll as well. So they're probably feeling good about that as well. And they're gaining some momentum with the way they played this month. Arkansas won the game at the rim when they played in Fayetteville. That's going to be a big key tonight. A&M obviously is going to be at home, and they'll have the crowd and all the things that come with that in their favor. But it's going to be a physical game. Uh, The first time around, it was, I thought, one for Arkansas at the rim. Uh, Those 10-block shots, seven by McKell. Uh, that had a lot to do with the outcome. Buzz Williams talked about that after the game and said that uh, uh, that was certainly one of the deciding factors and may very well be a deciding factor tonight. All right, here's really what I want to talk about today. I want to go back to uh, Monday night. Uh, we had a question from the audience on Eric Musselman's radio show, and um, I like having the opportunity to visit with him for an hour because you get more expanded answers. It's not you know your general media session. And Sometimes you get really good questions from the audience, and we had such a question on uh, Monday night, and and it began with the recruiting calendar for basketball and the portal and all the things that that go into that. This is a long comment from us, but I want you to listen to it. We're going to come back and talk about it on the backside. The portal recruiting, we've been a part of two Elite Eights the last two years. I think last year, before our Gonzaga game, I think I did five Zooms that day, the day before the game. And I felt like we were behind other people that were already eliminated. The transfer portal recruiting is very intense over a very, very, very short time. 
high school recruiting is a long process. If you don't land a player from the high school ranks and you finish second only, doesn't count many things in life. And I think, quite frankly, that the high school recruiting is you're going to see even more of a change than what you've already seen moving forward. Many of the programs, if you look at the programs that had top recruiting classes and you look at their record, maybe not what it has been in the past across the board, not in one particular school. You can look at some of those top recruiting classes. The portal right now is a spot that everybody in the nation's recruiting. In the calendar, it's 12 months. It really heats up in July. Players want you to sit and watch all their games. You know, I've sat and watched in-state players play every game, and you're flying from one city to the next city and then back to the main city. And, and then if you don't land a player, it's a lot of time that you've spent. It's a little bit easier to accept not getting a guy out of the portal when you only recruited him for three weeks. But it's 24 hours, 12 months a year. There are a couple of points that I think are worth going over again in what Musk just said. And the first one, the thing that stands out to me is how we are going to continue to see high school recruiting affected. You know, I think we all know that the portal's where it's at. You know, when you look at the reconstruction of college basketball teams, largely it comes through the portal. And we were listening to Musk talk a little bit earlier when he spoke of Texas A&M about, you know, the experience factor. Um, you know, you look at some of the teams in college basketball. Musk talked about this too, some of the Blue Bloods. Uh, that had great recruiting classes. I don't know that you mentioned Arkansas in the same breath with some of the Blue Bloods, but they had a great recruiting class in terms of high school players. Um, a lot of those teams are not doing as well as you might normally expect a team with a great high school recruiting class to do. And, um, you know, more and more you see the experience factor uh, be the deciding factor in a lot of basketball games. I thought it had a lot to do with what happened last Saturday afternoon when Arkansas lost to Mississippi State. And I think when we get to the NCAA tournament, it's going to have a lot to do with the outcomes of maybe more games than you think. But I want to get back to this high school thing because I think this is the most significant part of all of this. Let's look back at what Arkansas signed this past year, what the freshman group that they've got right now, the three McDonald's All-Americans, Joseph Pinion and Darian Ford. What do you think their record would be if that's all they had? If there was no Ricky Council, uh, if there were no Mitchell Twins, what do you think the record would be? And what do you think it would have been last year and the year before if they'd not had the players that they had gotten from the transfer portal? One of the things that has continuously excited us about Eric Musselman is the fact that his professional background, CBA, NBA, um, he understands the process of bringing in new players and assimilating a team in a hurry um, and doing that with older veteran players. Uh, that's the process uh, in the professional ranks. And one of the things that has made Moss so good is the fact that he understands that and he's applied it as much as he could to the college level. But just think about where Arkansas would be if that's all that they had added at the end of last season and they'd lost what they had lost, um, what would their record be? I don't think it'd be as good as it is right now, and I say that respectfully. Um, the transfer portal is a lot of times what, what puts you over the top, and I've long believed this, that you can take a five-star 18-year-old. Now, there are exceptions to every rule, but generally speaking, you can take a five-star 18-year-old, 
you can put him on the floor with what might have been a three or a four star 22 or 23 year old I'd put my money on that 22 or 23 year old that's why I say again um, you know I think this is going to be more of a factor in the NCAA tournament than you might imagine the one thing that I do worry about it's really the only thing frankly that I worry about on this portal you know I mean worry about is that high school players are going to be locked out that coaches and this is where I think Musk was talking about it's going to change even more than it already has. I think coaches are figuring out pretty quickly that if you want to win and win now, the answer's in the portal. It's not with high school kids. It's not even with McDonald's All-Americans always. It's just not. I mean, again, if that had been all Arkansas had signed at the end of last year, you'd have Nick Smith, who hadn't played for the bulk of the season, um, and, and there would be no – uh, you know, there would there would probably not be a 17-8 and eight record right now. I'll just put it that way. So I do think we're going to see more long-term effects from that. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I hope Muss is wrong. I hope all the coaches are wrong. But I don't think they are because they understand the game better than anybody else. And the transfer portal really is, uh, in many cases, what makes it happen. One of the players Arkansas got out of the transfer portal was Stanley Amude. He was a big scorer at the University of South Dakota. Transferred to Arkansas. He was still a scorer, although not as prolific. He was challenged to expand his game. He did that. He was called up last week by the Detroit Pistons. He's in the NBA now. And, uh, you know, for a guy that you know was playing at the University of South Dakota, the transfer portal was made for him. No matter, you know, how many points he'd averaged there, he was not going to be the complete player that he became at Arkansas because the game there did not require it. That league did not require it. And no matter how many points he averaged at South Dakota, he was probably not going to end up in the NCAA tournament, certainly not in the Elite Eight. So the transfer portal was made for him. Here's Mus talking about his former player. Really, really proud of Stan. It's a cool story. It really is because he had the decision to make. Does he go overseas and make money playing over there, much like J.D. Note, or should he go the G League route? And the things the Pistons were telling him, it happened. Play good in the G League. They had some injuries. Trade deadline happened. It opened up a roster spot. He's on a 10-day. And from his mom to his brother to his AAU coach, I talked to Stan the day before. He was like, how'd you know? Someone from the Pistons told me. It's not that big a secret. Don't tell anybody. It's awesome to think that he was not highly recruited at all. His first year at South Dakota, he openly would say that he would pull the chairs out for the starters during timeouts. And so to see his growth as a player, and he's such a high-character guy, came to Arkansas as a premier scorer, it took a little bit of time to get him to buy into our defense and the importance of guarding every possession. By the end of the year, we got him guarding Gonzaga's top player, and he's doing an incredible job. Really happy for him. It's that work that's required. It's the expansion of the game. And um, happy for Stanley Amude. Hope it, hope it works out. He's, as Musk said, he's on a 10-day contract right now. Sometimes those lead to longer contracts. Sometimes they don't. But um, good for him and a childhood dream realized for Stanley Amude. You know, each and every day we're brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. College basketball is hot and heavy. The NCAA tournament's right around the corner. It seems like there's a bigger game every night. There's one tonight in the SEC, for example, Tennessee and Alabama, number 10 against number one. Tennessee, believe it or not, minus three on the Bet Saracen app. 
Don't know if Alabama's big guy, Charles Bediaco, is going to play or not. But, uh, you know, if you're going to be informed, even right up to the last minute, the Bet Saracen app's what you need to download because it very quickly has become Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. And I know there are Vegas odds. We pay attention to those. But I know if you're going to play them legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I know that there are laws in Arkansas that keep a lot of the national betting apps from operating in our state. So if you really are going to be up to date, you really do need to download the Bet Saracen apps. Very easy. Download it. There's a how to play video. And you'll find out very quickly what all the fuss is about at the Bet Saracen app. There are three games in addition to Arkansas and Texas A&M and the SEC tonight. We mentioned Alabama and Tennessee. Florida and Ole Miss is a more important game than you might think. Arkansas begins the night tied with Florida in the conference standings at 6 and 6. They're a half game back of Vanderbilt and Missouri. Both those teams won last or pardon me, Vanderbilt won last night, Missouri lost. So both of them are 7 and 6 in conference play now. If Arkansas is going to keep pace with them, they got to win tonight. Florida's got Ole Miss at home. You know, Florida's been okay at home. In fact, Florida, according to the Bet Saracen apps, 10-point favorite. Florida wins that game. They're 7-6. That's three 7-6 teams. Arkansas has got to win tonight to keep pace. Uh, also tonight, Kentucky plays at Mississippi State. You know, Kentucky's reeling. I'm not focused on Kentucky. I'm focused on Mississippi State. Arkansas is a game ahead of these guys in the conference standings. Mississippi State's on a run. Mississippi State beats Kentucky tonight in Starkville, and Arkansas can't win in College Station. They're tied in the conference standings. Behind. Behind at least Missouri and Vanderbilt and probably Florida. So uh, it's an important game tonight. It's an important game for the standings. Lots of important games in the league, and obviously it's going to be that way on Saturday when the Razorbacks host Florida. And uh, there are a bunch of other big games around the, the conference, too. Razorback baseball season opens on Friday. We're going to talk about that when we get together then. Hogs and the Aggies tonight, 8 o'clock on the Deuce. We're back at the end of the week. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hogs. Chuck. <laughs> This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.